Hello, folks. Welcome to a brand new episode, a wild card episode of Smoking with Begotten, the world's most interactive music journal and podcast. Now, the premise of the show stays always the same. You got to have two numbers ready for this because we're going to flip this record over twice over. So, with that in mind, for the record of the day, I pass the microphone on to the Oracle of Oxford County. Ladies and gentlemen, today we will listen to the band Universe Zero and the album UZ. Universe Zero, UZ, 1984. 1984, a Belgian band full of joy and happiness. Full Sun- of joy and happiness. Sprinkles. It gives you warm feelings, trusting feelings. I'd say it's like psychedelic sunshine pop. Oh, yeah. No, that's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, Strawberry alarm clock. Like. <laughs> this is the first Belgian band we've talked about. Correct. This is a band I didn't know that uh, was part of the IRL scene. And, and no uh, one is happy in Belgium. That's what I'm getting from this. Everyone is <laughs> depressed. Just eating porridge all day, listening to this record. It's a great record, though. So it's a fantastic record. That's what we're covering here. So, uh, so yeah, g- give the folks some encouraged words, and let's get on with it. Folks, put your phone down. Leave the Instagram hose alone for like the next hour. Uh, your forums will, you know, thank you for it. <laughs> Enlighten your brain. You know what I'm saying, open up your heart. Let's go on this journey together. Universe Zero, use it. Let's go smoke if you got them. There you go. Party people were listening to Universe Zero. Use it. 1984. I have a question. I have a question. Go ahead. Was it as good as you remembered it being, G? Oh, it it might be better. Mm. It might be better than I remembered because uh, I'll make a note that I was listening to this album during the day. And all I wanted to do was be inside of a cave with the AC turned on and the lights turned off. This is a great ambient album, dark ambient album. And uh, man, what, what a pick. What a pick. One, one of my favorite bands. And, and here's a controversial statement. And uh, so this came out in 84, right? Yep. Think about the King Crimson after this. And does it remind you at all of it? Oh, you are you are just you fucking with me, man. You fucking with me. Um, yeah, it does a little bit. It does right? have a lot of. It does have a lot of this. It has it's not a lot as dark of, as uh, this, but I'm talking about rhythmically and like it's interesting. Yes, the complex the the, the complexity of the patterns and yeah. the denseness of the music is very similar to what Crimson was doing in this era. But there was something in this era, no, more like right, more like after you know, like yeah. To me, like this is almost like the '90s Crimson. Reminds with, reminds with, me of more like that. Which to me, '90s and like 2000s Crimson is way more. Um, it's darker, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's that's way what... darker. It's way more post-apocalyptic sort of thing, you know. It would be interesting if they were listening to if Fripp listened to this band. Oh, I bet you he had. There's there's too much studio work and sound quality in this recording of Universe Zero. Use it 1984 to not pay attention to it. And Fripp, if anything, is hip. What's your favorite things about this album? Because I mean, I I love the what it, the energy it gives the moment you play it. Uh the complexity of the parts. Yeah. It sounds like almost a classical orchestra, like symphony orchestra, basically at times, but with the rock 
instrumentation, you know? Yeah, it had it had uh like those uh dark chamber pieces, you know. And um it's complex yeah, it does, it does sound very, very European for the complexity of the rhythms. Yeah, and written rhythms, you know, it's not it's not like a it's not complex like coming from like a jam, a jazz or an Afro Cuban or an Indian place where it's like improvisation yeah. over form and stretching. This is like written polymeters very juxtaposition yeah, it's, it's, jarring it's very rhythms, it's very you know? focused it's very focused and it's very intentional and yeah it's very unsettling yeah very jarring. unsettling it's beautiful yeah it's it's very beautiful in this way now how does this how does this end up in the rio world they had to be related i mean they were they were with the original the bands yeah with henry cow and all that like this the um Oh gosh, I'm forgetting off the top of my head now. Samla, Samla Manis Mana. That's the Swedish band. They were involved that's the Swedish too. Swedish band, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that... Etron Fula Laban was involved, right? Which is one of my favorite, like, one of my favorite albums that we've heard we here, because, because man, that it's so much meat on the bone on an album like that for for stuff that's written out and composed. Stormy Six. There you it's go. An Italian band. Oh, my brain still works somehow. So, there you yeah. go. You're good to go. Oh, also, I was completely wrong, folks, about what Agartha was. It's the kingdom in the middle of the earth, not the, the two continents splitting. So, but I gave myself a caveat, like it could be completely wrong. He, he, yeah, you did. I, I still think uh, the original story is better. So that if you don't know what we're talking about, that was yesterday's episode. Go and check it out. We talked about Agartha, Canadian man. Great. But today we're listening to Universe Zero. Use it. And now it's time to do it. So what do you think about the first side? I thought this first side was solid. I want more. That's what I think. Side two. Let's go, folks. Hard way. Smoke them if you got them. (sighs) Got better. Got better. Universe Zero. What what is happening in Belgium with this... uh, is there one composer to to this album use it in '84? Is it a, a band effort? It's a band, but the leader is Daniel Dennis, who actually passed away a couple of years ago. R.I.P. Daniel. Good yeah. work. He's incredible. So most of it comes out of his uh, deluded, crazy brain. Yeah, and then then Jean Luc uh, Pluvier, he's electric and uh, piano guy. Man, but you got the soprano sax, got the cello, the bass in there. Christian Janae on bass is awesome. The, the whole band's nobody's weak in this band for sure. Yeah, and it's it's also a big ensemble. Well, well, yeah, the main band's five, and they have they have two guys that are, uh, you know, guests basically. The yeah, violinist just, and the guitar on the one song. It's um, yeah. This second side, I found it to be. I don't get used to the uh, that feeling of of, of uh, just the unsettling. Uh, stays throughout the whole record. Uh, it reminds me a lot of like uh, cold uh, black metal albums that give you that unsettling feeling and it stays with you. Um, it's 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 not aggressive in terms of like uh, the attack or the music being fast or any of those things, but it's menacing and uh, unsettling and that that sort of level of aggressiveness. I like this side. Um, I don't like this side as much as I like the first side, mm-hmm. um, but. There's great points in this side. The what did you uh, think about the album cover? The album cover reminds me so much of Nurse with Wound, 
Um, <laughs> it's got the sepia thing to it. Like, uh, it, it, I feel like you're looking at the album cover and you're cursed. That's what I think. The That's music it. goes really well with it. It does. The music does go well with that album cover. Yeah. Got good news for you. You can get an original copy that's fairly fairly priced. What is that? Well, I'm seeing like the most expensive, like probably around 125, but I'm seeing stuff even like pretty cheap around uh 50 bucks, you know. Wow. That's not bad. For original that's not copy. Bad. Yeah, I uh, I was able to uh, I know that there was a remaster of this record that came out uh, in the 2000s. I think. Oh yeah, there's, some there's quite a few um, reprints. I think. Yeah, it seems like, and this is a band that's kind of, even though it's uh, on the low end of the radar, right, of the spectrum, you got to really dig for stuff like this. It's it's pretty well known um, across the board. You can find some information on it, you know, way more than other things that we've done here on Smoking. You got them. Yeah, they're still together. Well, they were not together. I mean, up to I'd say um, within ten years they were together for sure. So they lasted a yeah. long time, and they're it's great. Like you, if you want to go on a deep dive of a really cool band, Universe Hero was it. This is their fourth album. Wow. And uh, then they had a bunch of albums that were similar to this actually after it. So if you like this album, folks, there's probably like four or five that are similar, and all awesome. Yeah, this album led me to the rest of their uh, discography, which is available everywhere. You know, you can go on YouTube and title all, all these things. But, you know, uh, support the artist. If you go to the website uh, complete, you can get the downloads in the best quality, even better than some of your streaming. They're incredible recordings. Uh, and like Jeremiah saying, the other albums that come after these, uh, after this one, uh, those documents are just of the same level. But nothing feels like it's repetitive, you know. It constantly tackles new, uh, new ideas and new concepts uh, while staying fresh. Yeah, the, they're uh, they had a, a break there, but they came back in '99 and they were just killing it. I can only imagine a band like this taking that amount of time, coming from the late '70s into a new modern era of recording, where you don't have to spend. Uh, all your money on getting a studio, but you can do it uh, on a more budget-based. Uh, you know, I think that brings new energy to bands all around. They're able to now, you know, they don't have to leave home to like get creative. Well, they, bands they, like that save. Yeah, their initial run was like seventy-seven, eighty-six, and then they came back ninety-nine to two thousand fourteen. See that? I mean, that's a great, it's a great two chapters. And uh, in that in that second run, is it the uh, vast majority of the original players? Uh, I'm not, I think so. I know Daniel Dennis was the guy, right? So it's really more around him. Yeah. He's, how, he's the one how, that got the sheet music anyways. I don't know how many original members. I'd have to look into that, but yeah. I've listened to the album. I don't think I've listened to every single album cause they have 14 albums, but I've listened to probably 10 albums and they're really good. I have one on, I have one myself on vinyl. So that's great. Which one do you own? I have their latest one in 2014. It's awesome. Nice. Well, and you recommend it, right? Oh yeah. Oh, folks, every, 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 everything I've heard by that's what I'm saying. This band, folks, for a deep dive is really good because a lot of times um, in music, as we know, some bands like hit a peak and like you'll hear, hear one album. And it's like this is the best band ever. And the next one, it's like, oh, they're still good, but it's not, you know, close yeah, to that. The one. peaks and valleys are. more. Yeah, that, that's normal. So, yeah. This band is really consistent. I mean, I, I enjoyed this album like crazy. I still stand by the fact that the artwork is definitely cursed. 
but you'll enjoy it either way, man. Oh, this before, is a great record. Before we go, here's a good good question for you. Let's have a little discussion for the folks, a little bonus. What would be the album that you listened to, like by an artist, that blew you away, and then you listened to another album and it disappointed you the most? Because I have one in my brain already. Was wondering what yours go, is. Go 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 ahead and throw yours out while I think about that. Oh well, mine is simple. It was Beefheart. So like oh. I li- I heard Trout Mask Replica, and mm-hmm. licked my decals off, baby. And then I then the album I, I was so happy I I didn't hear it before I just got it at the records store like unconditionally guaranteed and it's just such a piece of shit album mm. oh just so commercial it's just horrible like that is just a god awful album it's a big step down from those i lick lick my decals baby that decals is my favorite beef heart record and it's hard to put anything that happened to me with beef heart because i got decals and um wherever bat chain puller is off of right um and it's so different. It's so because you know you you took four minute songs into two minute songs with verse and choruses and everything. You can tap your toes. It was a big disappointment. I, I'm th- off the top of my dome. I'm trying to you know trying to compare, but I don't have an answer. I'll have an answer for you in the next episode about it, and we can talk about it. But I got to think about it. Or like most disappointing album by killer band, like otherwise killer band. Oh, that's that's well, that's, that's, a, that's a different story, right? That's, that's a little bit easier. That's a different story. That's a little bit easier. The lot, the, the Ma Vishnu. Uh, oh God, <laughs> there's there's one Ma Vishnu that's so bad. Inner Worlds. Even there, there's like one. There's one or two songs that are good, but there's some just absolutely horrible songs. You know, you know what? Cringe. Ma Vishnu. It brought me to whatever the John McLaughlin record is that he sings on. That's the one. Love that and is, understanding. Don't eat, stop. I'm gonna I'm quit the feed right now. Yeah, right. that thing. It's awful. That is absolutely just unlistenable. Yeah. Because you know the amount, because you know the talent, then you go, why are you doing a version of Let It Be? This is terrible. A horrible version of it. Oh. And, and it's funny, like the, 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 the term of cringe has been so popularized the past few years. But that really truly is a cringe. Like it made me just my whole body go ah. Oh, uh, there's a. I got a good cringe one uh, the other day. I, somebody sent me uh, "Gangsta" by Smokey Robinson mm. from nine for the mid nineties uh, or the late nineties. Sorry, uh, but please just folks go and look that up if you want to. If you don't know what cringe is, look that up. Smokey Robinson, "Gangsta." You you'll love this. It's uh, it's woo. It looks like a Saturday Night Live skit that nobody told him was supposed to be comedy. It's real bad. It's real bad. But, hey, so where are we going tomorrow? That's up to you. You, you pick the journey. Where in the world are we? I would, I would like to go. I would like to. Uh, Germany, France, Japan, America, England. That's the main I'm, or wild card. We're going Germany. All right. We're going Germany. I want to get that crowd back in me. I like it. Well, there's lots. It's a very rich minefield of great music. So, well, we had a good journey outside of those places. Belgium comes out uh, on top, uh, in, you know, for this for this uh, last couple of releases. But you know, Germany's always a trustworthy uh, spot to be for music. Anybody got back to us on the Korean Prague yet? Anybody? You know, nobody did. You know, anybody? nobody did. The nobody. World. The world challenges are still open for everybody. All right. Let them know, folks. It's embarrassing. 
<laughs> it's embarrassing. Smoke them if you got them, fool. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.